0: Welcome back, everybody, to Gaming in the Expanse, episode 2.5. On the next month of July, this is going to be a great time, a great discussion as we are doing the wrap-up. But before we get to the wrap-up and before we enter into this great conversation here, I got one question for the general. And the general, this is the question. Does Aaron Rodgers play for the Packers? Yes or no?
1: No. He plays for himself. Oops. That was out loud.
0: And here we go. Again, welcome back, everybody. This is a fantastic, fantastic episode. This is the final wrap up of the episode to the whole board game shuffle, and we got four games left that we're going to discuss. It's going to be pretty quick, pretty quick and easy, but we got four solid games that we're just gonna we're just gonna play around with. And uh, I think the first thing that we're just gonna do is hop right into the first game because I know that the general has a lot of major points, at least for this game so the first game that we're going to hit right off the bat is trivial pursuit so general take us away
1: here. oh thank you tc and i know for those who've been following along from the beginning we've kind of touched on trivial pursuit we weren't sure if we were going to include it because it was on a board game and we said we're going to see how things shake out well here we are at the end of the final four to get into the bracket and uh it, it shook in made its way in so trivial pursuit for those who do not know Uh, is the original trivia game that started it all. Each player has a circular plane piece with six pie-shaped holes. The goal of the game is to collect a pie in each color. The colors correspond to different question categories. It's not rocket surgery. The board consists of a circular track with spaces in seven different colors. Six of the colors correspond to question categories, while the last color gives you a new dice roll. Six spaces along the track are pie spaces and these are those spokes of a track leading to the middle of the board so think of like a hollowed out wagon wheel you're just putting in like little pizza slices and each pizza slice is a different flavor of a different trunk of knowledge players roll a die and they move along the track in any direction they like when a player stops on a color they get a question of the appropriate category if the player answers a question correctly while in a pie space then they get the pie of that color assuming they don't already have it. A correct answer on another square allows the player to roll again. Once the player has one pie in each color, she can move along the spokes of the middle of the board game to win the game. So it's kind of like you're, you're you're moving like a, uh, think of like a pizza. Yeah, just think of like a pizza with like six or eight slices and you're moving that pie across the board and you're filling it up with knowledge. Now, right off the bat, you have a die so well there's a point for chance right okay right. so my next question is you land on orange and let's say orange is entertainment because i don't have the full specs in front of me but what would your strategy mm-hmm. be well my strategy would be to get the answer correct and roll again only problem right. is, you, right. you can't Im- how do you import your knowledge into your strategy Get good. Remember pop culture. (laughs) (laughs) And this is, I
0: think one of the reasons why it's on that cusp of like, is it a full on board game, you know, dictated by the board and it kind of is dictated by the board because based on the color Mm -hmm. right on the board, that the space that you land, it dictates what you are asked, right? So then do you classify
1: knowledge of knowing a question a chance possibly but even just to go back a step there is an element of strategy because you do get to control your way on the board it's not like trouble where you hit the bubble and you get six while moving six in this direction no you can choose forward back whatever you're at on the wheel to kind of map out like okay oh this one is on sports I feel confident in my sports knowledge. If I get the sports question right, I can roll again, and that'll get me closer to the sports pie piece or what have you. So there is that element of strategy based on what you initially – so you start with chance, but then you make a decision on strategy, and then honestly, it doesn't so much come down to luck. It just – it's it's knowledge, which is something we really haven't included in our decisiveness and when our deciding factors. That's
0: really interesting uh, kind of piece to add into the – into into the like whether does it does intelligence does the knowledge factor into chance or does it factor into a strategic play i mean yes so you can dictate what like or the die that you roll then you can choose based on what you roll where you Mm -hmm. move but you still have to be you're held by the the bounds of what the die is rolled So it's a pretty heavy chance right there. But then if you do have like, oh, okay, so this is like, say, sports category, you're really good at sports. Like you have a high knowledge of like um, uh, random facts of sports knowledge, but also just a base knowledge of sports. So like you could be like, oh, I could go to history, I could go to sports, Mm -hmm. or I could go to science. Well, I'm definitely going to go to sports, and that's a strategic play. But does that weigh – more in favor of a strategic type of board game versus a chance
1: i'm i would i would lean i feel like this this one we could i i think we could slide this one on the chance side if we need to fill up that side of the bracket but i would initially plug it in on the strategy side because there is you can't control the outcome of your strategy because that's based on your knowledge. And honestly, some of the questions are like asking a fish to climb a tree because it's not just sports history. Like who won the 1993 NBA finals MVP? No, no. It's like who won, who won the gold, you know, the gold medal in the 1980 summer Olympics high dive. I I, I don't know. Right.
0: And (laughs) for me, it would, like, yes, we have to fill up the chance, but like again, we've already stated that it doesn't matter which that's category true. it goes into because all these games are going to go against each other in some way or fashion. Mm-hmm. But it it weighs more towards chance for me, even with the knowledge uh part. I of suppose, it, I suppose uh, and the fact that you can choose the space, you can
1: choose the space. But, but to your point, the chance is what what's the chance you are going to get a question you know? Okay, that that's how we combat the knowledge part. What's the chance? that you know the answer and
0: the chance that you're actually going to get a die roll that lands you on a category that you have a higher
1: chance of knowing the answer. Right. And the only strategy is to choose, do I go left, right, forward or back? Cause your strategy isn't going to be like, I'm going to get it wrong.
0: <laughs> I think this game, when it comes to bracket time and when people start choosing what games this game is going to put up a, I think it's going to put up a good fight. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to I I think it's going to push past a lot of the games that we have listed already based on the fact that it has a knowledge
1: not, like driven force, right. right? I mean, one strategy I could use to play this game would be like, hey, uh TC, let's play 90s Trivial pursuit, huh? You want to play that? You could, you no. could, exactly because I I'm like <laughs> ab- absorb <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, cuz that you, I, was you, so you many, can- I was only a for well
0: I started gaining knowledge when I was yeah, You like,
1: were cognizant about a, a, closer to a 2000 of the decade. So yeah, it'd be, of course. So there's the strategy <laughs> tip, the scales in your favor. So can, are we going to, oh, we're, chance. we're going to put this in the chance. I agree. Is that a, is that I a concur. agree?
0: All right. Well, well done. Uh, tr- trivial pursuit. Awesome. Awesome. Going into chance, which brings us to the, now the final three. Now the, the next game that we have on our list, um, is a game that I've played many times, uh, and my brother owns this game. It's called Seven Wonders. Now, this is on the same lines of the game that we discussed uh, called Scythe, where basically you have a rectangular piece of board that dictates scoring attributes for, for the game. So you are the leader of one of the seven great cities of the ancient world. Gather resources, develop commercial uh, routes, and can, and affirm your military supremacy. Build your city and erect an architectural wonder which will transcend future times. Seven wonders last three ages. In each age, players receive seven cards from a particular deck. Choose one of those cards, then pass the remainder to an adjacent player, similar to how Sushi Go is played. Oh, so okay. You, okay. in Sushi Go, you have cards... And every single time you take a card, it diminishes that pile. So basically, when all the cards are gone and there's one card left to pass to your left or right, that's the card that you get to remain with. But each of these cards have different resources on them, and you use those resources to build things which ultimately score you points in the end. So, like, there's a science, there's a... there's um. Uh, like a a religious one there's um natural resources like brick and stone and you need those brick and stone to actually get other resources so they all kind of layer on top of each other Hmm. so in essence seven wonders it says in seven Seven wonders is a card development game Hmm. so again this is a game that's on the it, it leans more i would say it leans more towards the cards but it's a game that is Still uses a board because you ca- you can't play the game without the board because it dictates your scoring and dictates what you need to actually drive the game for your for your um, your great city. Um, so again, some cards have immediate effects while others provide bonuses or upgrades later in the game. Uh, each card is played immediately after being drafted so you you'll know which cards your neighbors receiving and how their choices might affect uh what you've already built up uh cards are again are passed left, right, left over um the three ages so you need to keep an eye on the neighbors in both directions so that's really it i mean you go you play through three ages once the third age is done that's it and you tally up the points of how great you built up your city wow Wow. Hmm. So first chance element here. Because I stated Sushi Go and how you have, like, in the first round, you have seven cards in your hand, right? Right. And you take one card and then it passes. So now the next person or the next hand you are dealt is, or not dealt, but given, has now six cards. Because every single time you take a card, you're diminishing that total pile. So there's a chance element. But following that, you have an immediate strategic element because you have choices every single time in your hand. So you are looking at what your neighbor's pulling from uh, on your left and right, and you have to make sure that you're pulling the right resources or defending as you need. I think uh, it wasn't stated in the description of this, but you can also, like, there's an army card And so at the end of like each age, if you have a larger army than your neighbors on either side of you, you actually can give them negative points and in the process you get positive points. Hmm. So there is something for that. Uh, So what are your thoughts just based off of what I've said so far, general,
1: I would say I think I'm kind of leaning more in strategery you kind of, like you said, you're balancing on, you're, you're seeing, you're paying attention to what both sides of your neighbors are doing, how, and what they do impacts you, and what you do, like, literally impacts them, because it sounds like, you know, you're passing resources on. It's like, okay, if I'm using this, whoa, 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 but he's using that, okay, which one of these do I want to hold on to so he doesn't get the part he needs, you know, or the resource he needs to get to that next tier, you know? is that is, is that is that a gameplay element is that am i am i understanding this correctly because i'm already planning like that's well you need more bricks well i don't need bricks but i'm just gonna start collecting them or at least i'm gonna hold off one because exactly. then you start weighing your own needs against the defense like that's your defense right there. It's like okay, he doesn't get mortar cannons i don't i just made that up there's no more cannons
0: but you're 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 on point uh i would say this is a strategic game um strategic and then the chance element is the 10% part of it so it definitely weighs more towards the strategy side for me and you are right it definitely like you are playing off of what your neighbors are doing and then you are choosing the exact cards uh, one card from each of the hands that you're given to really build your city the way you want to build it there's no other way about it I mean you could randomly pull a card but it's it's not going to benefit you uh, if you don't plan for the long run so Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh straight into to seven wonders and uh to put into the strategy element of of this bracket. Agreed. Wonderful. Awesome. So, let's just take a moment here cuz we do have a couple games um that were uh an honorable mention, I would say. But before we get to the honorable mentions, um I would like to take a time to recognize again, we recognized them back in a previous episode, but Captain's Lock captain's log to 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 speak on this uh none other than uh a person that voiced
1: for them as well uh the general well thank you tc uh yeah as mentioned before from Tallymark entertainment is a new board game uh, or a game that can be played on a board but the board is sold separately is captain's log and for those out there uh who aren't familiar or not you know web savvy don't want to go to tallymarkentertainment.com to pick it up um you know what they are now in games by james uh even a location in the mall of america so if you guys are flying through just take a little shuttle over emmet from msp hop in there grab yourself a nice little card deck game to play uh but if you do want to get the board for it head on over to tallymarkentertainment.com they've also got some sweet t-shirts over or a sweet t-shirt over there that you'll see my my social here coming up here in the future so once again, you can find me at M-A-R-Q underscore R-O-D-D-Y on Instagram. Um, and that's all we got for this shameless self plug on TallyMark Entertainment, Crisis Log or Captain's Log, Crisis Detected.
0: Thanks, General. Uh, and for honorable mentions, what was the what was the first game?
1: Uh, that we we had oh. that was we we could have thrown in but well yeah we had uh, once uh, as mentioned at the top of the cast was we thought about Trivial Pursuit being in there or not but we discussed it. it proved its merits on the chance element to work its way in but other ones were kind of like more like prop games like uh, uh, Hunger Hungry Hippos or Pictionary was one where it wasn't really uh, it's not really a board game but you draw it's more on paper and again that's yeah but then i think we'll have to do a different one for like the prop games you know like connect four or or charades charades yeah there you go that one's all there's no board at all and that's yeah or bowls bowls spoons quarters like it, it's similar yeah. to charades.
0: Ooh, spoons that's yeah, a fun see? game
1: but yeah this one we or, tried. To, go
0: or sorry just thinking about this because i just we got this from christmas last year and it was uh oh shoot it was now i have to remember the name Uh, i think taco taco anyways they're soft they're they're two (laughs) little props like soft tacos and basically you're doing the same thing as sushi go but what you're trying to do is as you're passing cards to the left you're trying to match it's okay actually not like a sushi go like spoons like you get your your you get your match and you put it Mm -hmm. down well instead of trying to grab a spoon you're trying to grab one of these foam tacos and you uh you chuck them at a at a person to to knock them out right (laughs) or there's the other version of where you uh someone calls i I can't remember exactly everything on this is but you call a certain thing and then based on who calls it like either the left or right neighbor has to immediately try to grab a taco and defend themselves uh and then in the ultimate run if so, so if in the first round I won, and in the second round, you won. Well, guess what? Now we're tied, and we have to duel. So we literally do wild, wild west type of thing, and we stand back-to-back, and we walk our paces out, and we turn around on three, and then we try to beam each other with tacos. And if you don't get me and I don't get you, well, guess what? It's still free reign, and we're in dodgeball territory. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yep. So uh, it was... It was myself and my sister-in-law is it, is it who
1: throw throw burrito.
0: Oh, that's what it is. It's throw throw burrito. <laughs> Thank you.
1: I'm like calling it a taco, 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 taco. Man, um, you never get your right order at Chipotle. <laughs> this isn't what I ordered. It's all crunchy. I don't.
0: I don't even order it. My wife orders it for me. Burrito. But anyways, sorry.
1: Throw throw burrito.
0: My wife just heard me, and she's like, it's throw, throw burrito. It's <laughs> taco, taco. <laughs> she's like, no burrito. Oh, it's beautiful. Ah, uh, Thank you,
1: wife. I appreciate that. Oh, man. You know, one of these times I should have my wife in the room next to us as well just to be like, Poof. Sorry. So you can hear the eye roll.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. she's uh, in her messages. She definitely capitalized and was like, no, it's not a taco. It's a burrito. <laughs> well, anyways, that was a great time for Captain's Log and, and also our honorable mentions. But uh, let's let's wrap up with the final two that we have on this. And um,
1: both
0: both of these games are really kind of unique games uh, when I played them um santorini is the next game santorini uh it's a reimagining of a purely abstract 2004 edition since its original inception over 30 years ago santorini has been continually developed enhanced and re uh refined by designer gordon hamilton santorini is an accessible strategy game oh my goodness did it just stay that say that out loud? strategy game
1: accessible
0: I feel like that's just, it's just like, it's trying to force its way. I feel like it's trying to force its way into strategy
1: before we can even discuss it. Uh, No, no bribing the judges, please Santorini. (laughs) Don't try to influence our decision.
0: (laughs) Simple enough for an elementary school classroom while aiming to provide gameplay depth and content for hardcore gamers to explore. The rules are simple. Each turn consists of two steps first move you move one of your builders into a neighboring space you may move your builder pawn on the same level step up one level or step down any number of levels part two is build then construct a building level adjacent to the builder you just moved when building on top of the third level place a dome instead removing that space from play. So basically, you stack up and once you get to that top tier, the final tier, you put a dome on it and boom, you just put that out of play and you just capped it. So winning the game, if you uh if either of your builders reaches the third level, you win. Variable player powers, uh so you Santorini features very vari- variable player powers layered over an otherwise abstract game. So you have 40 thematic god and hero powers that fundamentally change the way the game is played. So basically, like, think about Zeus, Apollo. um, I'm, like, blanking, but there are tons. um, Poseidon. All these types of mythical, Mm -hmm. right? They all have their own certain powers. So, like, some, the one time I played it, it had, I could move two adjacent spaces on the same level. Instead of just moving just one space over, Mm. but you can play it uh, with as many as uh, two, I think it's two to four players, and it's a small area. It's, you know, I would say it's no bigger than six inches, six by six. Yeah, space. It's really, it's pretty small, and um, it's actually quite difficult because. you start getting all these elements of building and then you like trap someone in a corner and you're like, ha 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 you can't get out with your builder and you have two builders as you're, as you you have to dictate which one you move at, at certain times, but like also trying to block someone from trying to get up to the third level. It was just, it's just a really interesting, um, game,
1: but. Yep. Uh, um, I don't know. You're, you keep mentioning the, the, I mean the, the description itself mentions strategy you in your describing of the game, uh, in the layman terms, also highly emphasized strategy. Like, oh yeah, you're just going to build him in the corner. I'm like, ha, ha 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 Your builder has nowhere to build. <laughs> I guess he's done. He's now a built.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. It's, I don't think there's any other way around it uh, besides that it is a strategy game. There's nothing that really uh, throws a chance variable in there besides the hero that you're dealt. Um, unless you choose the card the the hero that you want but i feel like you should play it randomized random randomized for extra
1: theatrics okay so yeah, yeah. I, I concur once again i concur
0: well with that i think it would be good to uh to to finally get to this point where we're on our last last game um Takenoko. This is a fun game. Uh, played this before. And it involves pandas and bamboo. A long time ago at the, Jap- uh, at the Japanese Imperial Court, the Chinese emperor offered a giant panda, giant panda bear as a symbol of peace to the Japanese emperor. Since then, the Japanese emperor has entrusted his court mem- court members, the players, with the difficult task of caring for the animal by tending to his bamboo garden. In Takinoko, the players will cultivate land plots, irrigate them, and grow one of the 3 species of bamboo: green, yellow, and pink. With the help of the imperial gardener to maintain this bamboo garden, they will have to bear with the immoderate hunger of this sacred animal for the juicy and tender bamboo. The player who manages his land plots best, growing the most bamboo while feeding the delicate appetite of the panda, will win the game so uh first layout and uh imagery of the the board basically like settlers hexagon platforms mm. um to, to in a hexagon overall format
1: because the game sounds like a it just sounds like the original version of a tamagotchi that you wore on your wrist and you had to feed and feed it the right food at the right time in order to get it to grow and be happy yeah yeah,
0: almost with a little like battle from other
1: people. Right, with well with multiplayer. So if you ever wanted a oh, multiplayer that's true. Of
0: Tamagotchi, you have multiplayer of it. Yeah, it's true. Never oh, thought yeah, about it gotta, that way.
1: Um can we send all right? This is uh we're gonna copyright this. Hashtag gaming in the expanse, July two thousand twenty one. <laughs> uh this game is a multiplayer Tamagotchi board game and <laughs> go. We will accept ten percent of all increased pro sales. with five percent of all net proceeds going to support bark being be advocates for us to you (laughs) canines dude you got this is a this is a great wrap-up for sure (laughs) we found the
0: rabbit hole so takinoko um there is um i don't i don't know if there's a lot of chance. Again, this is another game that I feel like weighs heavily on the stra- strategy side of things because you're, I mean, you choose which piece, like land pieces, mm-hmm. where to put them and like how it affects other land plots next to them. And then that allows you to grow certain things or the certain bamboo that you need. So,
1: I mean, I, and they, then you have the put, variable, put the, pun, the bear. put a pun in the description. They will have to bear with the immoderate hunger of the sacred animal. Like, come on. You have, it's a panda bear that whatever this game wants to be. It has my vote for that sentence alone. It's actually
0: so artistically the, 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 the print that's on the box and then everything about it, like in terms of the pieces itself as well, is actually really amazing? Like visually it's really stunning and uh, also very colorful. But also the panda is also really cute. <laughs> I'm gonna panda, save you. I'm gonna pay, pay you.
1: Do you name the panda? Can you name the panda?
0: I mean, you can always name the things that you like—the board games that you have with animals and pieces and stuff like that. But I've never named it.
1: You don't love your panda.
0: It's not my panda. I think it's actually my sister's panda because she actually owns the board game.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it's still so your... technically it's
0: her responsibility.
1: Yeah, but you're still
0: the uncle. You have funk. I'd probably call it, I'd honestly probably call it Poe.
1: Yeah. Okay. Jack Black's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> See? Thank you. Thank you.
1: Besides, Skittish. you've got fun. <laughs> Skittish. Skittish. You've got funko responsibilities, man. If you're not teaching, you know, your niece, nephew, I mean, come on, it's funko.
0: Okay. To be honest, my niece, when I've when I've seen her over these past few days, she, all she's done is stare at me. <laughs> she's like, "What is Uncle Logan doing? Oh, can I can I go do what Uncle Logan's doing?" And even when I've you know been like the one responsible for watching her while you know mom goes and does other things, like she just kind of sits there and just. And then I'm like, "Uh, what's she doing?" And she's like. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: no, that's, I asked you that. How old is she? Nah, she's, uh, two. Two? Okay. Yeah, my loaded's two and a half, so, yeah, it's like, yeah, just. No, two and a half. I can't remember, it's two for sure, but I think she's
0: past that mark because I'm pretty sure she was a winter baby. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah. Oh, hi, pupper. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay, so with that uh Takenoko, Takenoko, oh,
1: the takoko the, the, the,
0: the Po or that uh goes under strategy strategy. And for all viewers, the general has gotten some serious gains
1: yeah i'm not six seven and could,
0: could put up a serious fight i mean we all know you're not six seven but that's not the point i just tell like you're my on the six radio. seven monster of a godfather
1: yeah of course when i was yeah when you were a little dude that's and that's the way a dude's gonna look up to you the funkle no you'll be like gosh my godfather's so short <laughs> But he does have more hair. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, we haven't cut it. Now it's, now it's funny <laughs> and now when it's like all hot and muggy, he gets like a little curly mullet in the back. I'm like, yeah, it's the 80s. Which is fine. Uh, well, with that
0: everybody, that uh concludes concludes finally after what I think it's about like seven episodes in total that we covered the board game shuffle
1: completely. Mm -hmm. Um, We have our bracket, which is fantastic. We have a bracket of 32 now next. We got to go through and sort that out.
0: So actually we'll sort that through off, uh, off podcast and we'll be, so the process for how that's going to be developing is that we are going to develop the, we're going to have our line of chance and our line of strategy games. And then whatever we have missing, we'll have the overlap of the extra strategy games into the chance. And then we're going to place them 1v1 uh, versus each other on either side. In a bracket style. And in a bracket style. And then we're actually going to give them to all of our closest family and friends within the area.
1: And anyone who reaches out to us via our social medias. We've got our Gaming in the Expanse email. We've got our Gaming in the Expanse Instagram. We've got my own Instagram and uh i think oh uh marcarotti also has a vo page on facebook business so you can take a search there uh there will be content coming up on there i've just kind of been getting all my it's important to have your ducks in a row before you march them out in traffic because if you're not paying attention you're going over a storm grate and next thing you know you're holding up traffic for a fire department to come get them out what i'm trying to say is i think i got my poop in a group so you'll start to see some stuff show up which, by the way, is a politically correct way in a corporate email to say "I got my S together." So, bring <laughs> well, it back in, it.
0: so you can request a copy. Of the bracket. you can expect <laughs> you can expect the bracket to be ready and discussed, uh, coming next month in the next episode, where we take our own opinion into consideration. But then when we finally come to the part where we're going to decide which game moves on, we're going to look at what uh, you and our family and friends um, have stated as their preference for which game moves on. So uh, if you would like to be a part of that, again, reach out to us in all the different ways that the general has stated. Uh, We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, I know that the Game Master is going to be pushing heavily for Stock Market because I know Stock Market is in there i hear it a lot i get a lot of uh, beef from him when i see him in person <laughs> but other than that uh i just want to say because this episode is going to come out after the fourth of july uh i hope uh on the behalf of the general and i we wish you all the very best this weekend uh or this hope you had the best weekend uh, with family and friends and if you worked or if you didn't get out i still hope you had a great time i hope that it was very um that you just found a you found some time to just sit down and relax and crack a cold one, whatever you needed to do. Um, played some games, board games, video games, uh, and then maybe you got to talk to family as well. So uh, before we you know close it off, general, any last thoughts?
1: Just to kind of echo what TC said, you know, hope everyone had a happy and safe weekend. Everyone still got ten fingers, ten toes. Hopefully, you know, your dogs are home safe. Didn't run off with the loud bangs and fireworks. And, you know, be mindful of those in your neighborhood who are sensitive to those things. You know, for some people, that is a triggering thing. So um, also make sure with the heat, depending on where you're at and listening to this, be mindful of your bottle rockets. My neighbors were shooting them off last night. One landed in their gutter. They had some leaves up there. So it was kind of funny to see them spraying their house roof at, um, at night. But at the same time, I cleaned my gutters today. So just basically, guys, be safe. Hope you're safe. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for listening to us. We'll see you next month. Thanks for tuning us in. Check out our socials on the bottom to get on that request list to get the bracket. And uh, tune in next month. General, signing off. Bye, guys.